Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What's up, Uneducated Duo Podcast fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And this is the week of March 29th. Episode 58. Yeah, what's up with it, man? How you been? I'm good, just hanging out. Yeah. Family's having a barbecue right now, sort yeah, of. Yeah. They got some childhood friends over, man. It's weird, dude. It's not even like a b- barbecue, because like, you know when you think barbecue, and most of most people that aren't Mexican, they think like burgers, hot dogs. Yeah, and exactly. then when you are, And then when you are Mexican, you think like carne asada, uh, maybe like chicken or whatever else you guys like is on the grill, right? But they're making like deep fried enchiladas. En- yeah, enchiladas. Right, but yeah, I guess but it's, it's a, still barbecue style, I guess. It's a staple in their family, bro. I, you know what? It's weird because like, I don't feel like barbecues nowadays fall under a certain line. You know? Oh well, yeah. yeah. It's like basically what I would refer our family barbecues as is like us getting together and cooking some food. Doesn't matter even if it's on the barbecue or not. It's yeah, because half the time I feel like we throw a barbecue or something, and. What they really did is they pulled out that pan with the propane tank and the fry, the fry grease, and we just start fucking frying chicken legs. Yeah, you know? yeah. We fry like 300 chicken legs. Shit, they were frying enchiladas like yeah. you just said. Fried fish. That's what, but you still say barbecue because it's just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like, that's what a family gathering is. Yeah, well, that's what they're doing. But uh, we start all our episodes with a one gotta go. It's a game we like to play where we just decide which one of these four things we can live without for the rest of our lives. And this episode we did Olympic sports. And the four that we have are four sports that we both like to watch. We both picked two of the sports that we like to watch on the, during the Olympics because there's so many fucking – there's so many sports. So many. And some there's, of them you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's some that I've never even seen. Like I know they do like the rowing with like the five people, you know, kind of like the fancy-ass colleges do that shit, the Ivy League. Yeah, yeah. But I've never actually seen it or like watched an actual event. But for some reason, I watch like all the swimming events. I think that's because Michael Phelps was kicking ass. The swimming events are dope, yeah. And I think that's what the majority of people watch, like the beach events and the swimming events. Well, it depends too, right? Because like whatever country the sports are being played in, like if we're awake here at fucking 12 to 10, let's say that's like our awake hours, and the Olympics are being held in fucking the Middle East that we have to watch whatever they put on during our hours that we're awake, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think they do tailor it to countries what they're going to be playing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they got to They got to have they're going to tailor it to like your athletes are going to be in the events that are playing. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the four sports we picked are volleyball, gymnastics, table tennis, and fencing. Yeah, man. And I'm going to let you go first on this one. All right. Going first, and for me, it's table tennis. It is so fucking entertaining, and it's one of these things where, like, I can understand the actual gap that it is, right? Because, like, yeah, I've played volleyball, and I know that, like, professional volleyball or, like, these teams made out of, like, the best people in the country are really good. But I've had experiences where I've played volleyball against girls who played, like, varsity volleyball 
here locally and like they're supposedly the shit and like they got scholarships to go play like division two schools and shit and i never played volleyball and i felt like i was pretty competitive with them so i kind of in my head i kind of don't really think that highly of them <laughs> i know the, that the people in the olympics would destroy me but like just i have this general idea of like i can play volleyball well enough to where like i feel like eh, whatever right gymnastics it's just something I'll never try. <laughs> you know, like the flipping and shit is cool, but like some of the events in gymnastics, dude, are, don't make any fucking sense to me. Like, how do they come up with that shit? How do they come up with the one where they're like, all right, so you're just going to stand in this big ass square and dance around and do like tricks. But then they like take points away if you don't perfectly land and walk back right into the like the corner. Uh-huh. Yeah, gymnastics scoring is really weird. Fencing's fucking cool. I wish they used, like, sharper swords, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you want it to be more life-threatening. Yeah, I guess. But I just I go with table tennis because, like, the skill gap is a game that I love to play. So I play fucking table tennis, some ping pong, you know, with my friends. And we, we get hella into it, way competitive. Like, who's fucking better? Ah, oh, fuck you, bro. Whoop your ass. You play, like, 30 games. And you're like, all right, we're tied. Or he's won two more than me, so we got to keep playing. And I have a shit ton of fun playing it. All right. But when you watch the motherfuckers in the Olympics, it's like otherworldly. Fucking dudes, like, they hit the ball and it curls outside of what the table is and then curls back in. It's like the kind of shit I see when I watch people play soccer. And, like, at that very elite level, they can hit the ball and it, like, looks like it's going one way and then it just dips and, like, curls into a side or something. And you're like, fuck. Like, so much time went into doing that. So when I watch table tennis, I'm just like, God damn, it's fucking ridiculous. And then the amount of space they use, they just, they just <laughs> I don't want to sound racist because I know there's a lot of Asian hate going around, but it's really, really popular in like China, right? So like a lot of the main people who are like the badass dudes at table tennis are like Chinese guys. And I've seen, I saw a video of this fucking Chinese guy. This guy hit the ball at him and he literally like jumps across and hits it. And it goes underneath his, like, you don't even see the ball on his side of the table. And then it shoots up and, like, hits the edge of some dude's table. I'm going to be honest, bro. I don't think that's racist at all. Because, I mean, like, table tennis to them. I know. I just meant because I was going to say, like, fucking Asian Table tennis to them, I feel like it's, like, our football, you know? Like, it's just a sport. Everybody. Wait, well, you've seen the Karate Kid, right? The, yeah. The newer one with Jaden Smith. They yeah, they fucking, even include that in there. Yeah, yeah, they have table tennis, like, at the local parks. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it definitely makes sense. It's very, in, it's very like. Ingrained in the culture. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so I think it's dope, and there's I've had, like, it's weird. You know how, like, you fall in love with a sport, not just because you like playing it, but because, like, you've seen shit that's funny or shit that, like, makes you relate to it? Yeah, yeah. Like, have you seen um that ping pong movie? There's, like, a ping pong comedy movie that's, like, it makes fun. It's basically making fun of ping pong. It's kind of like watching dodgeball, you know, where they're not really seriously playing dodgeball. I think it's I have a- seen that. It's, like, with the dragon and shit, no? Like. I think it's called Balls of Fury or something Yeah, like yeah, that. okay, yeah, I've seen that for sure. Yeah, I just thought that shit was hilarious. Right on, man. So I'm going table tennis number one. Cool, so I'm strictly basing this off of when the Olympics are on, what the fuck I'm actually watching, and volleyball is my number one thing I watch. I don't know why I like the competitiveness of it. Um, I think if I remember correctly, because, I mean, it's been a while since I watched it, there's like, a team well, volleyball it's every sport. every four years. 
It's a team volleyball sport, and then there's also duels. Or Beach volleyball. Yeah, there's two. 2v2, and then there's like 6v6. Yeah, they do the – but the 2v2 is always beach volleyball, right? Yeah, yeah, always beach volleyball. Yeah. And then there's like a, an arena for like the 6v6 or whatever. Um, I just think the matches are really intense sometimes. Um, I've seen some really good comebacks actually in volleyball. Um, I don't know. Just overall, and I mean – like you, I've played more volleyball than ten, table tennis. Um, fencing, I've never done. And uh, gymnastics, I can fucking roly-poly. I've parkoured. Like, I've done, like, the best version of parkour that I could do because I can't do anything super crazy. But, you know, as a kid and shit, I was like, oh, parkour, parkour. And then I'd, like, <laughs> fucking cartwheel off of something and then fucking fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know... Uh, Sorry, real quick here. So volleyball, um, and I remember we'd go to like Luggy Peak around here, and we'd take a volleyball and play volleyball there. Yeah, there's you places to play everywhere. Games and shit. Yeah, there actually is. Most parks have like yeah. a volleyball court. Every um, park, pretty much around here, does. Yeah. So I mean, that's my number one for sure. Just based off of a, uh, I don't know why. It might be because of that hour thing you were telling me, but it's what always seems to be on with the fucking swimming. Well, it is. Yeah, like usually. Or the what I've noticed is like the events that are always on when I'm awake or like when I'm a, when I can watch shit is like all the swimming, uh, volleyball gets a big like thing, and then gymnastics. Gymnastics I hate to say is it, always fucking on. And I don't know why. It's probably because they're more like U.S. dominated sports. And then well, think about it. When you watch track, right at the Olympics, yeah, all the running events are like really really seen. But like the fucking javelin. And shit like those aren't. I feel Shop like those aren't shit, as yeah. easily found. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would definitely agree with that. So, I know for sure volleyball is always going to be on if you're watching the Olympics. So that one's going to be my number one. And I think the matches are pretty intense. And I'm more of like a team sport kind of guy. Yeah, they don't fuck around. Yeah. So, yeah, volleyball is going to go number one for me. I will say volleyball's got a dope ass variant because like. People always try to make sports seem like other sports. You know, you want to be the guy with the next cool idea. And spike ball, I don't know if people have played that shit, but it's basically like an altered version of volleyball for like little, for like smaller teams, you know? And I think that's cool. It's kind of like, it's not really like volleyball, but it like uses the same kind of skills. Like you could get a, there's a video that goes around that, um, with the guys who are really professional spike ball players. Uh huh. They played professional volleyball guys, and the professional volleyball guys actually were super competitive with them, because like, it's, it's like a, all hand eye, bro. Yeah, they played like the two. They played two guys who are um, like beach volleyball champions or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And for them, it's a two v two sport, and they had the same kind of dynamic. You know, you're just hitting the ball in a different direction. Yeah, and I know that they also do like World Cup for like beach soccer and that's kind of like it i guess Fucking beach soccer is dope as fuck yeah. i know we didn't include it i love it but is it an olympic sport i don't, I don't think it is they have like a world cup for it i don't think it's an olympic sport yeah because that i can't remember i know there's like variants that include soccer that are dope because like soccer tennis is fun too i fuck with that yeah and that's actually more like volleyball than the uh, beach soccer the soccer the vo- Fucking beach soccer. I don't know if that's an Olympic thing. I don't think it is. But I know soccer is. I know they have a World Cup for it, though. But I also didn't want to include big sports. We've done, like, big sports stuff. So, like, picking Olympic basketball and Olympic soccer and, sh- you know, 
Like, yeah, yeah, that, that's understandable. I mean, it's basically the same professionals just going at a world level, you know, playing against like... Sort of. They have weird rules. I know in the basketball you can bring professionals, but in um, the soccer you can you can only bring professionals under 23 years old. Oh, really? And then you're allowed three guys who are like senior team players. Yeah, I had no idea. That's crazy. All right, well, my number two out of these four, I'm going to go with... Mm, it's hard. It's hard. Gymnastics. Okay. I'm taking gymnastics number two because I don't know why I have such a good time watching it. <laughs> Even though you don't understand it. Well, like I get the rules, right? But like some of the stuff is fucking weird. Like, wow, it's fucking crazy because I, I get it. Like you see this fucking depends what you're watching, right? If you're watching the girls, you see them fucking do like three flips off that, the double bar thing, you know, they do three flips and then they land on the smaller bar and start rotating and jump back on the bigger bar and then start doing more fucking flips. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. That shit takes like real fucking skill and strength. bro. Yeah. Like these are, they're fucking strong. The girls and the guys <laughs> in gymnastics, even though like I would never do it cause it just doesn't feel like something I would ever get into. They're fucking ridiculous. Fucking when they do like, triple backflip 360 and then fucking land and like smile and give you like that fucking pose they all have to do with their hands up like whoa you know yeah yeah i i respect it so much and i watch it because like what the u.s gymnastics team is like really good and i know like they're always super competitive again with like the chinese ones and like the russian people so like it's one of those ones where you're guaranteed to see good competition in the Olympics, you know, because sometimes people go to the Olympics and they run away with it. Like, I feel like in boxing, for some reason, take like in Taekwondo, the Mexican people always win the gold medal. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know why, but like, that's like one of the gold medals. It's a that small Mexico village in Mexico that trains hard. But, um, gymnastics, there's so many events, some that I prefer over others, you know, but. I would say that that's like where the real stars come from, right? Because like the volleyball team wins and everybody's happy, but can you name a player on the volleyball team? Yeah. Misty May Trainer. Who the fuck is that? Isn't that a singer? No, it's a fucking Olympic um, volleyball chick. From the most recent one? N um, <laughs> You know, it's funny. I feel like the years are kind of all like well, we'll think intertwining, about it. Every, but yes, I know her. Every year you can name... Whoever the gymnastics badass is. Right? I would agree with she that. She always becomes a star. I agree with that 100%. And their names in general are just rememberable. I don't know why. Yeah, they, they fucking become stars. They become stars. They're like in commercials. They're on fucking Wild and Out. They're on the fucking Frosted Flakes cereal box. Uh, who were the two most recent ones? It was like a little Hispanic girl. And then... Uh, oh, Lori Hernandez. Simone Biles or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, the girl gymnastics, like, that's where real stardom comes from. They fucking hit that shit, and they win, and they're, like, real, real national heroes. That's how swimming is, too. You know, like, fucking Michael Phelps wins, and everybody knows who he is. But I couldn't name you, like, 75% of the other medalists in the Olympics. That's from, so From here, from here. Anyway. So I'm taking gymnastics number two, bro. All right, I cool, think man. it's dope. I feel like put into like practicality like if i could just do like a regular what what do they what do they call that shit that like the they all do where they like do like three hand back handsprings 
and then like a round I off. No, I don't know. And there's like a phrase for it. you know, basically like shit cheerleaders can do. Okay. You know what? Even that level of gymnastics, I think, is badass. Like if you can do a fucking standing backflip, fucking badass. So like these people who can do like triple backflips, you know. All right, man. I respect it, and uh, that's my number two too. <laughs> gymnastics. Yeah, gymnastics. Because I agree with you. The stars come out of gymnastics. I don't even think swimming anymore, but because Michael Phelps was such a big name, swimming. Yeah. And also um, volleyball. I mean, those are usually the commercials I see is with those three sports. Um, and actually, it's funny that you bring this up because on TikTok, I've actually, you know, I'm scrolling and on my For You page, here comes two fucking gymnasts, like old gymnasts. Uh, one of them is Lori Hernandez and the other one is uh, Shane Johnson, I think it is. All right. And it's weird. Like, they're totally different people now. Like, I think I was probably like, it was probably 10 years ago when I watched them, if I remember right. Well, they're young, too. And now... One of them's pregnant. The other one's like, I don't even know what they're right. doing. Because those girls, the girls in gymnastics or like Olympic level gymnastics, don't, aren't they like, they're young. They they're competing be like at like, yeah, something. they compete at like fucking from 14 to like 17. Yeah. Once you hit a certain age, you can't be a, a gymnast. They're anymore. not like flexible enough or some shit. Something like that. Yeah. Your muscles get too rough or some shit. Yeah. But I feel like that shit's just hard. And actually there's been like this chick that's been going famous on TikTok too. All right. She's got super big arms. Gross. And she like does this dance where like you pull and a bunch of people have been duetting it as like, so a mailman did one where like he's grabbing a package and handing it to her. And like when she pulls, he like fucking falls to the ground and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so she'll do it like herself watching those. I'm gonna sound like a dick, bro, but I think that's like okay. So I had an ex girlfriend, right? Uh huh. And she's like, <laughs> she wanted to start working out, and she's all like, I want like bigger shoulders. And I was like, What do you mean you want like bigger <laughs> shoulders? And she's all like, Yeah, like I just want like more defined stronger like shoulders and arms right yeah and i was all like listen if you come out here and you start looking like fucking rajon rondo with some fucking like basketball level shoulders you know how basketball players have those fucking monstrous ass shoulders like and Dwight like Howard, arms yeah. you know yeah. they're just like huge i was like i swear to god dude if you fucking if you show up one day and you look like that it's gonna scare the shit out of me come on man she how can, am i gonna react she to can that carry you to bed it's not even it's not even when you fall asleep on the couch. It's not even about her being stronger than me, right? It's just that like yeah, when right, a, when dude. a girl is too like like the fucking those ball It's that Mexican pride, bro. You don't want to feel like she can kick your ass. That's what it is. No, bro. It's the shoulders. They fucking they're like balls. Fuck, that's weird, dude. You I can't even like, tell when they have sweaters on, dude. Like that chick had a sweater on and I was like she looks normal, and then she takes it off, and she's got these big ass arms. Yeah, like, dude, when they got fucking huge, it's just too defi- too much, man. You can know, be man. strong without fucking like getting ripped, bro. <laughs> it's like those girls that got like fucking <laughs> hella defined, like. I feel like you'd obliques. be cool. You'd be it's cool with creepy, it if dude. you were buff. Well, I'm not buff. But if you were, you'd be cool with it. That's <laughs> what it is. It's a pride thing, bro. Come it's on. Not, I don't think it's a pride thing. I don't think a buff, super buff guy. Well, maybe because they're in the same profession. Okay, bro. You meet your best friend, you marry her, and then she gets buff. You're leaving her ass or what? How buff? <laughs> like buffer than you. Like you can tell. Like, just like, <laughs> I don't care if they're strong. I just think it's weird if like, <laughs> you know, like if they got that fucking sh- the But shoulders, you didn't answer the dude. question, man. Would you leave her? I don't is know. That, is that a breaking point for I you? I don't know. I just, I, I just too much, bro. 
I'll admit it's it's weird to see because we're not used to it. But I mean, would it stop me from dating someone that's buff? I don't think so. I mean, nah, bro. Maybe I just need to work on myself. I don't some know. More. I don't know if it'll stop me either. But I just feel like there's such a thing as too buff. You know, like even guys like bodybuilders and shit who are yeah, like too yeah. big. You know, it's like. Even that, I'm like, I look at them and I'm like, all right, bro, I get it, you know. You I feel sh- like there's a there's like a limit because some people like inject themselves. You gotta with like you gotta liquids. find that sweet spot. You gotta find that sweet spot where you're like you're strong, but you don't look like a fucking cyborg. I don't know, man. You got a buff chick next to you. Nobody's gonna fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So Olympics. I feel like the big names come out of there. It's kind of cool to see their follow ups now. Like some of them are pregnant, married, all this shit. And their names are still recognizable. Um, yeah. And that shit looks hard. All right. So you went gymnastics number two? Yeah, yeah. And actually, a couple of years ago, some chick went famous from UCLA. Yeah. Obviously, she wasn't an Olympic gymnast, but she was a collegiate uh, gymnast. Right. And, and she did this routine to, like, this song. can't remember what song it was, but... Like, with the ribbon? Yeah, there's no, no. I don't think there was a ribbon. She was just doing like the square where you like run from yeah, one yeah, side yeah, to yeah. the other. And the land the floor performance thing. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was dope. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's like if I had to compare gymnastics to something, I'd compare it to like it's like something out there where like I don't understand it, but I think it's kind of cool, kind of like cricket sort of thing. Because you're right, I don't understand the points. Like I don't understand if you take a step. Like how do you judge that? I don't they, get that. It's got to be like perfect. They basically from what I get or understand is like your routine is given to them, you know, like on paper or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then each thing you do has a set, like highest score you could get for it. So like this flip gets you this, that, that, that. And then as you do it, they try to pick out the most minute, like imperfection in your movement. And then they deduct little like slivers of points from each bracket until somebody just gets the perfect routine yeah until somebody gets closest close to perfect and i think nobody ever really hits like a perfect routine yeah because i think out of all the gymnastic um routines i don't know there's only three that i really really know about and it's the they do a ring one right or a bar one where like they're hanging and they do like all these flips and shit and then there's the fucking bar that you walk across and you're like doing all these flips and shit and then I know the floor routine. Yeah, there's the high beam, the floor routine, the... Uh, I think there's a ring one, too. The rings are only guys, though. Only guys do the rings. Oh, okay. And then they've got the... Because uh, there's like a pole bar. I think one. only guys do the double bar thing, too. Oh, really? And no, I've seen girls do it. No, girls do the one bar or like this weird like... Or maybe guys only do like that weird thing that looks almost like a fucking two handles on like a saddle. No, because I've seen girls do that too. That's weird. I don't think there's restrictions on males and females. There in is. There's, cer- there's certain ones that only guys do and only girls do. Because guys don't do the high beam thing at all. Oh, that's... No, I've seen guys actually. Well, you might have seen a guy do it, but I don't think they do it in like Olympic sports. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if it's true or I don't know if it's false. I, um, it's true, bro. Fake. I stand behind that statement even if I'm wrong. <laughs> All right. I'm pretty sure I'm right though. Well, uh, gymnastics number two for me. All right, I got fucking fencing and volleyball left. Pros, cons, shit I like, shit I don't like. Reasons I even put that shit on the list because I was one of the guys that picked fencing. So volleyball is dope as fuck to watch at the Olympic level, like I said, right? But like anything below that, and I'm fucking bored. Like 
Nobody goes to the high school volleyball games. I don't know if anybody goes to the college volleyball games unless your girlfriend's playing. I don't know, man. Kind of that argument. Nobody watches like community center table tennis. Like the only place you watch it is the Olympics. That's true, but I appreciate it more. Because like I, I personally would never go to a high school volleyball game, I feel like. Would you go to a high school volleyball game? I mean, unless you had like a family member or something involved. Yeah, no. But Right? But like I feel like I would go watch like the state basketball final like if I I don't know, on a whim one day if I knew it was happening. And if it's your school maybe. Yeah, yeah, you know? Something like that. But I just I don't know. I don't have that same level of interest in volleyball. But I do have a lot of fun playing it. And like it's perfect for like getting your friends together, playing it. It's like softball. You don't have to be good to play it at like a fun competitive level. You know, you can be competitive at a shit fucking storm level. You can all suck at the same time, but it could still feel like you're fucking playing this game and having like the most competitive shit ever. Where fencing, I don't think there's a lot of fucking access to fencing. Have you ever, I've never even heard of where the fuck I can go do fencing here. Yeah, man, my backyard. Like how do they even I've never I don't think I've ever heard of a fencing class anywhere near here. No, but I'm sure if you look into it you'd find something cuz I mean, it's an Olympic sport. It's also it's also got that for me. It's got that taste of like fancy rich people sport. Yeah, I agree with that. Like hockey, you know, like oh, it looks hella cool. I want to try it. Fucking just to start off, thousand dollars. Oh, your fucking gear. It's gonna cost you this, and every fucking two years when you get taller, you gotta go buy new shit. But. It's fucking cool, though. It looks cool. They're fucking sword fighting, you know? It's like the only sword fighting you're ever going to see. Unless you see some motherfuckers in a war or some you're part of like a high-level martial arts class, you know, where like they start teaching you how to fight with weapons. But like that's not something that me or you are a part of. It's not something that I would even say most of the people in the world ever get like to see because not everybody does martial arts and most martial arts it'll probably take you fuck you got to do them for like 15 years before you even get to like a weapons thing and some of them don't even have weapons involved that's why whenever we see shit like ninjas and fucking samurais we're like fuck yeah yeah, we're like fuck yeah that's why the ninja turtles are so fucking popular because they fucking fighting with weapons and shit and everybody's (laughs) like that's fucking cool dude yeah you don't want to see like a stick with the ball on the end (laughs) yeah but I respect it because it's really the only form of sword fighting I think I've ever seen. Damn, bro. I thought I was set on my choice until you just started talking about fencing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) No, I'm I'm torn. So fencing and volleyball, I'm torn right here too. It's like (laughs) I play volleyball for fun, right? But I'm going to be honest. I don't respect the ability of like high school level athletes at it. Like I know a bunch of people who played high school volleyball. And I'm just, I just look at them and I'm all like, bro, I'm probably just as good at you as this. If I had these two choices, here's my breaking point, bro. I'm just going to let you know. I know it's your choice, but I'm just going to advocate for it. All right. So here's the thing. When I watch elite level fencing, it's just as boring as like collegiate. Is there collegiate fencing? Collegiate uh, volleyball. Oh, high school volleyball. Uh, So you're saying that. 
like the pro level of fencing is like way lower than the like elite volleyball in terms of like athleticism or entertainment entertainment overall yeah because i feel like fencing is a real technical like sport because you have to have a lot of skill to like dodge the hits or whatever it's also got weird rules because like they they can't it's not really a sword fight because they they can only come at each other like straight on yeah. and like move back and move forward. They can't like you, you can only use one hand. I think you can't fucking hit them and then take a step to the side and then go for like a side <laughs> yeah, thrust, yeah. you know, like you would in a sword. Well, not that I've been in a sword fight, but like I've seen a shit ton of movies, and there's no way that motherfucker's only hitting you from the front and then waiting for your turn. You yeah, know? no, he's coming at your kneecaps with a fucking blunt ass sword. It's like a baby jousting almost. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, so. As we as we talk, I think I'm gonna get rid of fencing and I'm gonna keep volleyball. I was gonna keep fencing, I really was because I felt like it, I felt like it was dope <laughs> as shit. But now that I think about like and we talk about sword, it, yeah, it's weird. It, it's just not as good of a sword fight, I guess. So like, I'll take volleyball because at that level, Olympic style volleyball, it's pretty it's, intense. It's I, intense, and it, when you watch two teams that are really good playing each other, like it's fucking crazy. They're that ball goes back and forth. Motherfuckers are diving. You can, like, tell rivalries, too. Like, if the Americans are ever – in any sport, really, but uh, volleyball, like, if I see, like, the Americans playing the Russians, I'm like, fuck the Russians. Are the Russians good at volleyball? I don't know. But I always thought, like, the best volleyball teams were, like, fucking Sweden like or South, something. Somewhere, South America. Somewhere think. where, like, people get are tall. Wherever the, the countries have, like, the tallest girls or the tallest guys. Either taller like, or there's a lot of beaches and shit. I don't know. Like, volleyball is, like, the only other sport where, like – Height is super relevant. You know, yeah. it's like basketball, super relevant. Volleyball. Volleyball, it's probably super relevant. You just block by putting two hands up. And jumping hella high. Right on, man. So you got you kept fence you got rid of fencing. I'm getting rid of fencing. And you kept volleyball. Yeah. It was close. I I was gonna keep fencing because I my in my head I was like sword fighting's fucking cool. But then I broke down the sword fighting and I was like, all right, they're not okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Are, are they sword fighting or, you know, <laughs> so before I move on to my last two, I wanted to let you know real quick. You were right. There's six events for men in gymnastics and four events for women in gymnastics. Yes. Yes. That's what I knew. Yeah. And I looked into why as well. And it's, it says that because men have more upper strength than women. Yeah. They do basically. like more. Basically, they do more like arm shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about flips and shit. So, yeah, touche to me. So, I got uh, fencing and table tennis. And before you started talking about fencing, I thought I was decided. What were you going to go with? I was going to go with fencing and get rid of table tennis. Right. But the more and more you talked about it, the more I was like, fuck, that kind of sucks. But I don't know. I'm still kind of on edge because I feel like fencing... Technically, if I was rich, I'd like fencing, but I'm not. <laughs> Fucking, you're rich. Because I, I really do feel like it's a rich person sport, man. Like, I don't know why. Maybe it's a movie I watched or well, something. Well, there's a lot of barriers to sports like that, right? Like, me and you, as, like, kids, never had a chance to do, like, the shot. The, not the shot, but the, um, what's that shit when you shoot the clay dolls with the with the shotguns? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I think it's just called shooting. Shooting, right? Yeah. yeah. Like we don't, we're not going we to get to do shooting. Like we've done it as adults yeah, for fun, yeah. you know, but like you don't grow up and you're like, oh yeah, my dad bought me a fucking shotgun. Let's go fucking hit some fucking clay pigeons out of the sky. Let's go out to our 500 acres yeah. and throw fucking Let's clay pigeons. Let's go to the range. That's not shit that we grew up with, right? Yeah, so, yeah. That, But I will say, 
and I, I was going to pick fencing too, but the fucking thing about it is like, I thought about it in my head and I was like, all right, fencing, sword fighting is cool, but they're not really sword fighting. And then I thought like archery, like those skills can translate to me going hunting or me just shooting in my backyard. I could probably have fun doing archery outside of like at the Olympics. Same thing. Yeah, right? It's not like you're getting mugged and you're going to fence somebody. <laughs> yeah. And then I, then I thought shooting too. Right. And I was like shooting, like I could have fun by myself doing that. And then yeah. again, I thought I was like, taekwondo or like any of the martial arts in the olympics i was like all right yeah fencing you're not really doing it for me yeah so it's just gonna come down to like what i think is more entertaining at the olympic level and that's table tennis to me i'm just i'm getting rid of fencing i'm keeping table tennis which i'm shocked because when you told me that choice because we each picked two i was like fuck that i'm getting rid of table tennis I even went over there and I watched some table tennis, Olympic table tennis, and I was laughing because I was like, man, this looks like it needs to be on ESPN, the Ocho, like dodgeball and shit. But no, I agree. It gets intense and they get like really far away from the table. The table's just basically like, it's like nothing. Like, it's weird. I I know what you're probably like 12 feet away from, no, not 12, like. Five, six feet away from the table, hitting yeah, the ball back like and that. forth, getting intense. Because, like, when I play with just my friends, you're, like, maybe two, three feet from the table, right? Yeah. Like these guys have to, like, really back up. And then and like, they hold it weird, too. And they're, like, going back and forth. It's weird. They got technique, dude. They, but, they side shuffle, too. Like, I'll, I'll, like, jump across, and they, like, scuttle, like, yeah, you know, like a crab. Crazy. They're, like, just, just, just across. It's weird. So, I'll, I'll give table tennis the respect it deserves over fencing. Um, and I'm keeping it just based on... The intenseness. I feel like those games get pretty intense uh, over fencing, which is just like. I would compare it to like preschool fucking jousting. I don't know. <laughs> which is weird. Right? Yeah. I don't know. So, just... you know, I, I was decided at the beginning, but I kind of changed at the end. And it's weird. We both ended up with getting rid of the same one. Uh, yeah. So fencing's out. That was the one got to go. I went with table tennis, gymnastics, volleyball, got rid of fencing. Cool, man. Yeah. And I went with uh, volleyball, gymnastics, kept table tennis, and got rid of fencing. And yeah, man, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to move on now to just fucking current event shit that we like to talk about. Fucking, there's a cargo ship, right? I fucking wrote the name down. Let me look at it real quick. It's called the Ever Given, right? It's a Japanese-owned cargo ship. And it got stuck. In the how the fuck do you say that? Suez, Suez Canal, Suez Canal. I we have like an energy company, and I I thought it was Suez. Suez, Suez. Yeah. I don't know. S U E Z. You guys fucking sound that out in your heads. But in that canal by Egypt, right? As you said, it was. Yeah, yeah. So it's right, right in between like Saudi Arabia and Egypt. Yeah. So picture like, I don't know if this is taught anywhere outside of America, but like the Panama Canal, right? It was built by. A, the Americans, so that, like, instead of having to go all the way around South Africa, you can just cut straight through, like, Central America. Yeah. And, like, cargo ships and shit and, and for trade and stuff. And that's basically the same thing, but on the other side of the world. And this ship is stuck there. It's been stuck there for four days now, and they're hoping to get it out by, like, I think they were hoping to get it out, like, two days after that. Yeah, it was some crazy, like, billions of dollars are being lost per day. Yeah, I wrote it down. They said in a week. Well, basically, they said one, they thought they were going to get it out in a week, right? But a lot of people think that they're not going to get it unstuck for a couple weeks. And it's losing. In, in the global economy, we're losing $400 million an hour because that 
is stopping the trade from happening. Global economy. So I don't know exactly how that equates. Maybe that means like certain countries aren't getting as much money because they can't ship their products to certain other countries. Well, it's costing ships money too because some have decided to go around Africa instead of waiting for that to be moved. And somebody was somebody was saying that when they have to go around, it takes a lot more time. And each day, the, the fucking boat uses about $24,000 in fuel. So it's fucking crazy. For me, I'm like, how the fuck do you even get it? Like, how do you get it stuck? Yeah. Okay. So, so most ship captains, right, would not get stuck. I looked into it, right? And so they talked to a captain of one of the ships. And so the biggest ship that they used to have could carry 10,000 of those fucking... The big old... The containers, the shipping yeah, containers shipping that containers? you see on fucking trains and shit. The ones that people make like tiny homes out of and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, the biggest ship that could carry anything was 10,000. That boat that got stuck carries 20,000 of those fucking uh, containers. And so he said that when you're going through that little passage, because it's small, bro. If yeah, you look small. at it, it's super small. If you don't stay in the center, you're going to get stuck. Basically, what ended up happening was that thing was so high stacked up. When the wind hit, they were going at 13 knots. When in that canal, you're only supposed to be going at eight knots. But they were going at 13 because there was a knots lot of wind. Is like miles per hour for water, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like super fast. I, I know it's like a not the same. I don't animation. know what the conversion is yeah, to actual yeah. miles per hour, but. That's just their term for yeah, like the it's speed. for speed. So you're supposed to be going eight knots. They went 13. And the reason they were doing that was because there was high winds and they're trying to adjust for the wind. Um, they thought going faster would stop them to like cut from through like it drifting better. from like drifting to the sides. But I get that. I get that. But I guess when the wind was hitting it, it just hits like a wall of metal and fucking pushed yep. it. You over. know, that reminds me of is like, you know, when you drive somewhere like big old road trip, like say you're going, you went to Salt Lake or something. If a big gust of wind is coming through, you can feel it hitting the side of the car Yeah, fuck yeah, as you you're can. going. Right. And you start to cut, you're like, whoa, you got to like adjust. You gotta correct. Yeah. yeah. You got to correct for it. So like on a boat, I can't imagine Cause it's a little bit more uncontrollable. Yeah. But it's fucking crazy, man. Like, so right now what they're doing is they're like digging around it and they got tugboats trying to push it back in. Right. But if that doesn't work, then they're going to have to start unloading. Uh, what side it stuck on the back, the front. Is it like, is it completely turned or is it just like in the, like what is wrong with it? So if you're going straight, right. It looks like the front went to the right and the back kind of like drifted to the left. So yeah. it's almost like, perpendicular to it no it's not perfectly perpendicular like it's kind of diagonal okay yeah but that sh that bitch is but so it's, heavy but it's, but it's hitting on both sides yeah it's definitely stuck on both sides and it's so heavy that it's like not an easy problem to resolve but yeah they're saying that if they unload it wrong too that bitch could just like crack in half like and some then, titanic shit yeah <laughs> and then they get so much fucking oil there it'd be shut down for months they said that'd be so good. yeah they, they really gotta do some planning to get this bitch out of there uh, yeah, first of all, a lot of that stuff is so surprising to me, right? Because, like, Panama Canal, fucking whatever this is pronounced, the Swiss Canal, Suez Canal. If you, like, they're so small, right? Yeah. I know the Panama one's, like, man-made, but it's also not, like, gigantic. Yeah, it's not huge. So, like, why wouldn't you, like, plan ahead if you're, like, so whatever, I don't know what global organization fucking looks over the tradings and shit, but, like... Hey guys, I know we're having our quarterly meeting. Let's talk about how our ships are getting bigger. And this canal is fucking little as fuck. 
how about we just dig it? You know, it's like a regular thing on the street. You know, our, our roads were getting clogged up. Now, instead of four lanes, I got fucking five lanes. Fucking extend that shit a little bit. It's so crazy that you bring <laughs> that topic up because the same captain that talked about the uh, like weight distribution and shit was talking about how when there was a 10,000 uh, cargo ship. When that was the biggest? When that was the biggest. Um, now that there's a 20,000 cargo ship, they, they haven't changed any regulations. So you can still run that 20,000 vessel ship with the same crew and the same regulations, same technology. You don't have to upgrade anything, which is ridiculous because, I mean, you should have better technology, more, obviously more people looking out and shit. I, at least that's what I think, you know? I agree. It's not always practical, you know? Like most people or most companies, whatever, they always try to do less with more, you know? Like yeah, yeah. Where I fucking work, they'll be like, you know what? Yeah, we could use an extra guy, but... Until shit this, like this happens, yeah. bro, yeah. Because, like, imagine you at your work, you go through a rush and they only have two people. A bunch of people are going to leave and they're obviously going to learn from that situation. But in this situation, you're talking millions and billions of dollars. There's, yeah, first, fucking those boats. I don't even get how they float. They're so huge. I don't get it either. Like, fucking uh, the battle, not the battle, yeah, like battleships that carry, like, the fucking aircrafts, aircraft carriers. Yeah, yeah. I do not understand how these, like, fucking little mini cities are floating. Are floating, you know, with thousands of people on them and, like, it's just this big-ass steel. Millions of pounds, iron fucking, I would say. Fucking, I don't know how much it weighs, but it's got to be way up there, right? Yeah, it's got to be huge. So, like, something like that. Have you? There's a movie. Um, is it The Day After Tomorrow? I think it might be The Day After Tomorrow where, like, basically the I, polar ice caps melt, fucking new ice age or whatever. And... There's a scene, right? They're in Washington, Washington, D.C., and you see the fucking the White House, and there's, like, medics and the president's outside and all this shit, and then this giant wave is coming through, right? Like, flooding the, flooding the country, right? And you see a fucking battleship, the, the carrier, the sh- and it hits, and it's so big that it literally wipes and it just flattens all that. Like, That's crazy, man. So, like, those things are gigantic. It makes no sense to me, yeah, because... When you look at a picture of it, you're and like, the cargo oh. ships are slightly smaller, right? No, they're huge. They're I think these this one's bigger than a than one of those, yeah. Than like an aircraft. I thing? think so. I think so. I mean, I I don't know for fact, but I know literally my only perspective is the fucking battleship board game. This bitch I'm is all huge looking at though. Because like, huh. like they showed one that isn't loaded, and then they showed one that is loaded, and it sinks like half once it's fully loaded. Yeah, it's weird, weight. man. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. I don't understand not nautics or whatever. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand that shit, but yeah, it's fucking weird. So $400 million, right? Global economy, right? Yeah. I wonder how people feel that. They said if they don't get it out tomorrow, people are going to start feeling it. Um, there's going to be things that cost more. Things that are going to be delayed, things that we're not going to be getting because of it being delayed, man. Because of that shit. That's just poor planning to me, bro. I just, yeah, that's just what it sounds like to me. It's like... It's not poor... Well, yeah, actually, it is. Um, I think, yeah, overall... So do boats take turns crossing this shit? Or do two go at a time? No, no, I guess they go one at a time, give a little bit of time to go through. and Each direction? Follows. That's. I think it's just a one-way thing. Yeah, so... so Oh, so it only crosses one way. Yeah, I think so. Cause it, I don't, I can't see two ships fitting through that bitch, dude. 
That's a good question, actually. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's like a one ship goes one way, and then once it goes through, the ship on the other side gets to come, and then you know, like an alternating, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I don't know. How long does that trip take? Twenty minutes, thirty minutes? Like, how short of a route is this? Because, like, I know the Panama one's not that long, so like, I feel like they just go through. I don't know how long it takes them, and then another ship comes through. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I don't know. That's something we'd have to look into and maybe get back to people because that. That's a great question because when you look at the picture, because they show a satellite picture of it, it looks small, right? Like one looks, lane. It doesn't look like two boats fit through there. It looks yeah. like a one lane fucking river. Yeah, it really does not. And Suez Canal, how many miles long? Right. And then another question that I don't understand is like, how far, or like the $400 million number per hour? Uh huh. How much of that is attributed per boat? Like, there's one boat carrying like billions of dollars worth of merchandise, so it's really only like four boats that can cause that much. No, because what they showed a picture and there's probably like ten to fifteen boats and they're all huge. waiting for their turn to go yeah, through. Yeah, to go through, and that's not including you know boats. Oh, man. That- what I would do right now to be a pirate. <laughs> A Somali pirate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking Somali pirates, dude. I bet they could just roll through and be like, give me your fucking money. Have you ever seen South Park? Yeah. The when the Somali pirates come through and they got like the kids on the boat and uh, they rob the French boat and the kid gets off and the people are, they're not scared at all. And then the kid pulls out a lightsaber. He's like, and they're like, oh no, it's a lightsaber. <laughs> and then they give the boat up. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. that's so fucking funny. That is some funny shit. But like, yeah, man, I guess, I guess the Mali pirates got it. So the Suez itself is, um, 120 miles, just the narrow part of it, I guess. Oh, it opens back up into the Mediterranean, I think, if I'm correct. But yeah, that shit's crazy, man. (laughs) Yeah, it feels bad. I guess we'll see, because they said they were pretty close to getting it out, and they're waiting for two more tugboats. I think I saw four trying to push Mm -hmm. it. And it's fucked up because, like, if you're on one side of it, you can't, your boat can't go through the other side. Like, I didn't even boats. know, I didn't even know tugboats still existed. Yeah, I guess they I did. I thought tugboats was just some shit from the past that only Mickey Mouse is ever going to be drawn on anymore, you know? Oh, okay. Because yeah. the classic Mickey Mouse scene, you know, like the black and white ones? Yeah, yeah, like those little steamboats or whatever. Yeah, the tugboat Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah. That's what I picture. They got four of those motherfuckers trying to pull out a cargo ship? Nah, so I would compare it to, like, your mom's little blue car, right? Right. Is like the tugboats. Are we talking like... And then Ernesto's deadly, truck like is a, like... Like a deadliest catch boat. Is that what like a tugboat is nowadays? It kind of looks like... Yeah, yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Right? Because I need a better picture because I'm thinking of fucking literally the Mickey Mouse Disney ass No, it looks like the boat. crabbing boats. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, bro. They're not going to do shit with that. Yeah. I mean, they're still pretty big, but they're not as big as the fucking... So here's one with the evergreen pushing it and shit. You can't see it very well. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a little bit choppy, but... That makes more sense. Yeah, that's what it fucking is. It's not, Oh, here's the better one. All right, all right. So yeah, it's just like, it'd be big to us, but like compared to the cargo ship, obviously it's nothing, man. Some Steamboat Willie level shit. Right yeah. There, that's literally what I thought of. Mike, uh, my friend Mike... Used to live with him and shit. He had a, like a framed picture of like Mickey Mouse. Uh huh. And it was like the old school Mickey Mouse drawing before he like gets all huge eared and the way he looks now. 
It was the first one of the first ones, and he's like on the steamboat, and it says like Steamboat Willie on it and shit. Uh huh. So like that's exactly what I looked pictured when you said that. I was just like, what the fuck, man? Look at that <laughs> shit trying to pull this guy out. Yeah, man, it's fucking weird. All right, well, something else that happened, not in Africa, but in Europe, that I think is fucking hilarious. Um, so World Cup qualifying is going on right now for soccer, right? All the teams from each region are playing each other in like groups and shit to see who gets to qualify to be in the World Cup tournament in 2022, right? And Serbia, who's not considered, like... A competitor at all, right? I mean, they're good, but they're not considered, like, a team that you would expect to beat one of the higher echelon-level teams, right? Yeah, yeah. And they played Portugal, who is considered, like, a high-echelon fucking badass team. They're tied 2-2. And and when you think of soccer, I don't know if people know this, but like in soccer, if your team is considered like a big underdog and you're doing like this kind of shit and you get a tie like for your country and for like the people watching the game, you feel really good about it. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we tied with them. We fucking held on to that. But for like a big team like Portugal, they feel like they fucked up. They should have got the win. So last minute of the game, you're talking like in soccer, there's 90 minutes and you got the extra time. In the extra, like, three minutes given, Portugal basically scores a goal. This ball goes, like, in the video camera zooms in, and it goes over the line of the goal. Uh-huh. But a defender slides in and kicks it out, right? Really? So, from, what like, the, the ref's perspective, it happens really fast, right? Like, So, it didn't look like it was in? To them, it didn't look like it was in, right? Okay. But to all the Portuguese players, it looked like it went in. Oh, and. Shit. They show the replay a lot. So everybody who sees the replay on the big screens or like on TVs and shit, the fucking ball crosses over the line. At least to me, it looks like the ball crosses over the line, right? So they should have had a goal and they should have won that game. 3-2. And they fucking throw a fit, dude. Fucking Ronaldo, one of the most recognizable names in the world. Probably, if not the best, one of the two best players in the world right now. (laughs) Like one of the richest athletes in the world. Yeah. Just a big motherfucking name. Threw a hissy fit, got fucking mad, thought they had the goal, didn't finish the game. He walks off the field, he takes off his captain's armband, throws it on the ground, and then you can see like he's visual, like you can see his face, he's like upset, and he just walks off the field. Damn. Just like in protest, because he's like, no, we fucking scored that shit. This is bullshit. And I'm not sure if the rest of the Portuguese team like followed or anything, because like, you know, they zoom in on the the big star, the guy who's going to make the headlines. But I think it's fucking funny because, like, in on one side of it, I'm like, you're a professional. You should be more respectful of the refs of, like, what happened, right? But then I put myself in the situation. And I'm like, yeah, fuck that, bro. Like, if that happened to me, I'd fucking walk off the field, too. Shit, bro. So I got some questions because I don't stay up to date with soccer, but I know some things. So, like, the Liga MX. Right, Mexico. They have, like, technology now. Where yeah, like, VAR. Yeah, so what the fuck? They don't have that in Europe? In the biggest fucking league in the world? Well, okay, so it's been adopted pretty much everywhere. So, like, I want to say most leagues use that shit now, And just to make sure, if people don't know what I'm talking about, or maybe Gerald doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about they put a chip in the ball, right? And when it crosses the goal line, like, it'll alert the refs. I'm not sure if it, I'm not sure if it's right in the ball or like how the technology works, but it's basically virtual, like a virtual assistant referee. Uh-huh. So the refs wear like smartwatches. Yeah. And if the ball crosses all the way across the line, their watch like vibrates so that they can 
immediately react to it being a goal. Okay. And they also have the authority. They like do this fucking thing with their hands. They go, oh, box. They build a box. And then they go look at the video and decide if it's a goal or if it's not. Yeah, did they not go check on this play either? I don't think they did. Why? That's that's so weird to me. Because that's such a big controversy. And I know that because I'm just speaking strictly from the League MX because my mom's like a super huge fan. And um, she was telling me about all the technology and shit that's going on. And I know that whenever there's any question about any goal or anything, they have to go review it. What the fuck is going on there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they do the VAR thing now. Like, it's pretty prominent in a lot of places. But there is also a really big pushback to it, right? Because uh-huh. a lot of people feels like it slows down. It takes away from the game, it takes too. takes away from the like, game. Yeah. Because in soccer, everybody's used to it being a straight 45. You know, there's obviously fouls and shit, but, like, no pausing for anything, you know? I feel like if it's your rec league, like, obviously you don't need that for that. But, like, at the professional level, I'm confused right now why the fuck that even happened. Well, yeah, and also, like, let's say it's not adopted in the World Cup qualifying, right? They're not using it. Yeah. All these players are playing professionally in, like, the biggest leagues across the world, right? So you get used to that being a rule. Yeah, yeah. And then you go and you play an international game with your country. And you're like, what the fuck? And they don't do that. And you're like, wait, wait a minute. That like, doesn't make sense to me. That's, that's like goal. the grandest stage of soccer, you know, the World Cup. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be in the World Cup. But there's been so much problems with it. Like, honestly, like there's times where like it goes across and it uh like it doesn't register. Or there's times where like it gets called a goal. And so then, what's considered a goal in soccer? Is it the the entire ball has to go across or just a piece of the ball? The entire ball has to cross the threshold of the line. Okay. So, like, you know when you see a tennis uh, review and they zoom in on the tennis thing and, like, they show you how the ball hits? Yeah, yeah. And it shows you right where it hit on the line, even though, like, it looks weird. It's like a skewed shadow almost. Yeah. That's kind of how the VAR looks. It's like it'll show you exact – even if it's, like, the slightest sliver of the ball didn't cross, it'll show you right where that sliver is and they won't give you the goal. But it's using, like, live action, like, camera – right yeah it's like it camera. just digitizes it basically it's, yeah yeah it's like cameras and like probably some motion sensor shit i don't know yeah because balls are fancy my fucking friend here locally has a ball that like has an app and you kick the ball and it'll tell you how fast you kicked it your rotation speed your that's dedication all, all that shit sounds like a 300 dollars ball <laughs> it, pro- it probably cost him like, yeah i want to say it was at least 300 bucks because you're buying just a replica ball it's like yeah. 150 It's like, a, it's like $120, $130. Bucks. Yeah. So that thing has got to be like $300. That's crazy, man. But yeah, those were my questions. I don't understand how this is happening at like elite levels. It's ridiculous. I, I, I agree with his reaction so much, though. Like I, it touched on like games I've played, right? Because like there's moments where you score goals and I'm playing in leagues where there's no technology, right? Yeah. And sometimes even in the shitty-ass leagues around here, you're, you're, you go – and there's not even three refs. There's not even a ref and two ARs. There's like a just ref. the middle ref <laughs> and the two AR guys don't fucking show up. So you play the game. Greatest goal I've ever scored in my life. Had so much. Of, okay, so greatest goal I ever scored in my life, right, man? It's me, uh, my friend Johnny, and Mike. We're all on the same team. And the goal literally involves all three of us. We all touch the ball. Fucking Johnny takes a free kick. Mike heads the ball. Like it hits Mike's head and he like flicks it back. And then I bicycle kick it into the goal. And then they take the goal away. And Jesus. in that game, there's no AR ref, you know? So they don't that, know. They just, just saw it from their angle. Yeah, the guy just saw it from like 25 feet away, like towards the middle of the field and called me off sides. And I was like, fuck you, bro. So like, 
And that's just at my level of game. So, like, yeah. at their level where this And dude, so, I don't know if everybody that listens, plays, or watches soccer, but the ARs are, like, the goal, the referees on the side. Yeah. They, and then there's a referee in the middle. So, usually whenever there's something like that, the middle ref will look at the side ref and be like, was that good? Or, yeah, know, they, they kind they, of communicate about it. But when you only have, like, a middle ref, he's just looking at it from one angle. So, you're... You're basically fucked if you... Yeah, it's like an optical calls. illusion, you know? Yeah. If you don't see shit at the right angle, you can't tell. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I, I can't say I wouldn't react the same if I was more into soccer and shit, especially at that level. Um, But that's just fucking ridiculous. It's funny, though, right? Because it's going to be telegraphed as like him just throwing a little bitch fit. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that was probably the headline, too. Like, not, oh, fucking bad call. <laughs> Ronaldo <laughs> throws a huge fit. Yeah, Ronaldo <laughs> throws fit. Should have had goal. Yeah. Well, man, um, another thing that I saw you wrote down there, I thought it was kind of interesting because I had heard about it, but I guess, uh, was it Prince William was like named sexiest bald man ever? Yeah, Prince William was named the world's sexiest bald man. And then uh, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, people know him from wrestling and from fucking all the Fast and the Furious movies and shit. He He like tweeted, he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then like, He's not part of the greatest uh, franchise ever. Yeah, but Batista, the uh, he's also a wrestler and he's also like he's also bald. <laughs> he's also bald and he played um he plays Drax in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. He also tweeted. He's like, whoa, wait a minute, like you know, because they're both bald, fucking big buff motherfuckers. Yeah. So they're like, well, who really is the sexiest bald man in the world, bro? <laughs> Before he told me about uh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and fucking Batista. I had seen a thing where somebody was like, Prince William isn't even bald. He's got like the side hair. Oh, he's got the side hair? Yeah, he's not (laughs) totally bald. How does that even count? I just thought that was really funny, man. I didn't know people cared about the sexiest bald man. There's always stupid shit like that. Like, You got like, they do the sexiest woman alive, the sexiest man. Then they do like, the most variation. Yeah, they'll do like the most charming or the most dateable. Because even David Dobrik fucking won like the most eligible bachelor. Bachelor or some shit one time, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what the what the fuck votes for this? Who where when was the Where's poll this given? Coming from, yeah. I've never given been given a ballot to vote for anything like that. Yeah, me either. I don't know. But yeah, I, I just really, really thought that was funny and um Stupid at the same time. I would say The Rock is pretty good looking, man. No what what issue do they even put that on? Like, I don't know what magazine it was or who did it, but like, that's just the cover. It's fucking what's his name, Prince William? Yeah, just, Prince just, Prince William. Just some bald dude sitting on the cover of the thing. Like, yeah, check out my <laughs> head. It's perfectly round. I think usually the magazine that does this is a uh, GQ magazine. That's what I usually know it from, but uh, yeah, man, kind of some crazy shit there, and kind of ridiculous, bro. But yeah, crazy, crazy shit. What was the last shooting we talked about? The fucking the Atlanta shooting. The right? Atlanta shootings where that guy shot up to some massage parlors. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, I saw a thing where a guy basically prevented a shooting, kind of by accident. Okay. So you know Instacart, the app where you you go basically grocery shop for people. Yeah. This guy is a grocery shopper. He's one of those Instacart guys. His name's like Chris something. I oh, know Charles. His name's Charles. And he goes into this grocery store. He's going to do Instacart shopping for somebody. And then he goes in the bathroom and he hears like 
you know how it's very distinct when you can hear that sound of somebody like reloading a gun like when you're reloading a clip and you like put it into a gun yeah Yeah, you hear like that like the weird like clippy sound and it snaps in and if you've heard it you know it you you know it right so um he hears it and i don't know how familiar he is with guns but he obviously recognized it right so he's like whoa whoa somebody fucking reloading guns in there so they call the police police show up they arrest the guy who was in the bathroom and the guy gets caught with like four handguns and a variation of like some sort of rifle. And he also had like fucking full body armor, like underneath his clothes. Jesus. Right. So that Charles dude, like may have just like inadvertently stopped a mass shooting, a mass shooting in the middle of a grocery store. Damn. So it wasn't a gun stopping a gun. It was a brain stopping a gun. It's more like a pee break stopping a gun. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, most people, like, I don't know if I'd pay attention to that, you know? Yeah, me either. If I like, heard that. If you walk into the bathroom, you don't fucking listen to the other. Because that shit almost sounds, that, is. that almost sounds like a door closing sometimes, you know? Like the click of a magazine or something. Well, it could be anything, right? Like, unless it was super repetitive, it could have been like your belt buckle hits the ground. So you hear like a jingle. If I heard it and then heard like metal hit the ground, then I'd be like, oh, but nah, I don't know. That's weird. Good for him, though. Fuck. Well, that'd be fucking scary, dude. Like, I don't know. How, I don't know if I'd be scared if I heard it. But if you call the police as like a precaution because you're worried and then they come and it's like legit, I'd be like, oh, fuck. I was like that close to this motherfucker. Like, just- imagine you just hear it and you're like, oh, I wonder what that is. And then you leave, right? Then you hear there was a mass shooting there. Like, what the fuck? Or, yeah, or you leave and you continue shopping. and yeah. Like- and then you just hear bang, like, bang, bang. All the shooting happens and assuming you don't die or get shot, you see on the news and you're like, that's the motherfucker that was in the bathroom. You know, that like, shit is crazy. I heard it happening. That's cool though, man. Good for him for being fucking alert. It's also a dumbass shooter. I feel like if you're going to shoot the place up, like have your guns loaded before you get there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to give any advice to him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't want to give advice. Listeners I mean, that might shoot up a place, but. Yeah, I don't know. Poor planning. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure, yeah. The guy was not very organized. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Well, I guess also technically, can you prove he was going to shoot the place? Maybe he's just like, I don't fucking know. Fucking with his arm, dude. He's just took dope. it off to dig a shit and then put it back on. Just, just, some, weird, carrying, just yeah. some weird dude who open carried six guns for conceals carry. Keepers. It's weird, though, because anytime there's like a mass shooting, they usually leave a like some sort of record about why they're doing it or... You know, because I feel like any shooting I've ever heard like about. Like a manifesto? Yeah, they go back to their house and they find a letter where they're like, oh, I hate these type of people or whatever. And then you know there was motives behind it. They read their diaries and shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't like this grocery store. So maybe something. that's why it happened. The dude was like, this grocery store manager. He's like a mass sex couponer. With my wife or something. <laughs> had sex with his wife. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go shoot up this store. Because that guy had sex with his wife. Yeah. Why not just go shoot the guy? I mean, you don't know, bro. People are crazy. People are fucking crazy. People are crazy. I feel like if I was ever got that crazy and going to commit a crime at that level, you know, I would like at least, you know, I don't want to say I'd plan it out, but like I would at least target the right fucking thing. Yeah. If I'm mad about somebody sleeping with my wife, I'm going to kill the dude sleeping with my wife. I'm not going to go shoot the fucking old lady at the grocery store. What does that accomplish? Yeah, I mean, if you ever did a mass shooting, the FBI would find this recording and say it was premeditated. Yeah, right? They, probably <laughs> they would. would, yeah. They'd be like, well... He talked about it on that one episode. Yeah, they'd be like, he did a shooting right now when he's 48, but back when he was 28 and on this podcast... 
right he talked here, about he it. says, this is how I would do the shooting. So, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this is premeditated. I can already hear the fucking defense attorney or whatever. <laughs> Fuck that. But yeah, man, that's kind of some crazy shit. And I thought it was weird, kind of moving on to another topic, that we did the one gotta go as Olympics. Right. Because uh, I saw on your list, too, that the Olympic torch started today, I think. Yeah, they always do the Olympic. The running? Yeah, they do the running. You know, they run through, like, I guess it's a way to make the whole country feel involved because they'll run from, like, through, like, 50 cities or some shit. Yeah, yeah. So where is the Olympics being held? Do you know that? Is Japan. it still in Japan? Tokyo. Oh, okay, okay. I think Tokyo is where it's going to be. So I don't know exactly where the torch started. I don't know if my cousin hears this, but shout out to Kevin. He's out in Tokyo, Japan. No, he's in Okinawa. All right, he's in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, I think it's pretty close. That's a pretty small island. Yeah, but I don't think he'll... You never really get to... He'll never get to go to Tokyo unless he gets, like, a week leave or something. Maybe, man. I, I mean, he goes to some pretty cool places. But, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird, the Olympic running of the torch. It's a cool tradition, kind of... Would you run that shit if they like, asked you to? Well, it's so small, right? Like, I feel like if they asked here in Idaho, it'd be from, like, Boise to Meridian, which is what? You think so? I, is the, that how many people run it? I, I think, think they only I think, do short distances. I think it depends on how far the cities are, but I think a shit ton of people will do it. Because, like, it's starting now, and the Olympics start in July. Yeah, it's weird. So what's that? Because they run the whole time. Yeah, what's that? Well, it's not the same guy. No, no, obviously not. I think they run it to certain places, chill there for a little bit, and then run it again. Well, yeah, basically like in a day, they were like four dudes run, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not and just then, one. And yeah. then they'll leave the Olympic flame or whatever. Like, Imagine putting in, that on a resume, bro. In its official flame area, and then use that same fire to eventually get to the ceremony where they light the real Olympic flame. Trying to get a job at Amazon and you're like on your resume, Olympic torch runner. Hey, that'd be dope. Yeah, it would. I, I mean, mean, if they asked me to do it, I'd do it. Yeah. I, hey, you want to fucking run the Olympic torch? I'd Fuck, probably yeah. run it half a mile. Fuck. I don't know if I, I can hear they let you keep that. the thing too. Like your, the actual torch you use. Oh like yeah. You Cause they oh, switch you, it. Yeah. Cause you just switch the fire. Yeah. That's crazy. So like that just, it's one of those things. Like remember when I said before a long time ago that like, if you get the title of sir from like a king or queen or something, like yeah. it's, it's so hard to attain compared to like if you were to get like a master's degree, right? There's a lot of doctors, but how many sirs is there? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy too with that title because like let's say you get the title of sir, but you weren't born of wealth. You still get looked down upon, so you're like a lower class citizen. Yeah, I think there's sir. other ones. What was the other one that we were talking about? Is it like a chef? Wasn't it like... Being knighted, or is that a sir? Knighted is when, yeah, when you're like a sir. But like, there's another one that's like, there's a couple of them that are like really hard titles to attain, and you're like, you gotta go through some weird special provision. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't either, but it's just one of those things that's such ex such an exclusive club, dude. Like, if you become one of the fucking people that ran the Olympic torch, it only happens every four years. Yeah, because I know I remember seeing uh, the Pawn Stars. Somebody came in that ran it, brought in a torch. They're like, I'll give you eighteen hundred dollars. I'm like, fuck that. I'll keep the memory. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, fucking pawn stars, dude, <laughs> ripping people off all the time. He's like, I think I can make like ten thousand off of it, but I'm gonna offer you a thousand. I hate when I watch it. <laughs> and like, sometimes like they come close, right? They'll go in there and they they actually give a guy an offer, and like you feel like, yeah, I get. You have to make this much, but then sometimes the motherfuckers will come in, and the guy knows what it is, and the seller doesn't know what it is, and then. 
He's like, you know, the most I can do is like 900, 800. He buys it and then shows that, you know, they pan to the expert and the expert's like, you did really great on this find. <laughs> He's like, oh, really? Why? Well, you know, this is a fucking 1938 gold doubloon from the fucking pirate World to War the Caribbean <laughs> trash. This shit's worth $25,000. Oh, shit. We did great. Yeah. Oh, we did awesome. You know what? Always trip me out about that show. Like before they go in, they ask them, "So how much are you looking to get out of your item today?" And I always picture them saying something, and then them going back to Rick and being like, "Well, they said they would take this much, but they're trying to get this much." So then he offers them less than what they were going in there for. Yeah, it's all mind games. Yeah. it's all mind games because they always, they always want you to come up with the number first. Yeah. So then that way they. If they do know the true value of your thing, don't know. Oh yeah, I'll take that. Or you they know, don't have to get close to your value. I would like to think that they want to be fair, because whenever I sell video games, I go sell them at this. Well, it's a for, video game store here. It's right? a for profit, right? So you got to be as fair as you can be. Yeah, so I go to this one video store here in Boise because I feel like if they're the fairest, they'll basically give you half of what it's worth, which I think is reasonable. Which it's reasonable for reset. Like if you want to get rid of something quick and yeah. you know they need to make money. Half is probably what you're yeah, going to get. Yeah, I think it's I think it's reasonable because I'm guessing whatever it's worth, they're going to get half of the half, you know? So about 75% of what it's actually worth. Yeah, plus you got to count like... Time, space. Time, space. All that shit is... Yeah. It's real stuff. But in Pawn Stars, they'd be... They'd be fucking they'd some be people, fucking yeah. Because like, there's moments where they talk about that shit. Like in pawn shops and pawns like that, employees are held to this standard where you're like, you have to make like a certain return on like everything you buy, right? Yeah. So that like you'll get in trouble if like you're only getting a twenty percent return on your shit or whatever. Yeah. So the lower the better. Yeah, I remember I went to a pawn shop one time and there was this Pokemon game I wanted. It was already really low, but I was like, "What's the lowest you'll go on that?" And the dude's like, "I think somebody priced this wrong, but I'm already below what I could have even done." And I was like, "That's still too much." <laughs> <laughs> you didn't buy it? Yeah, no, I didn't end up buying it. I used to go to pawn shops all the time, dude, to buy like old video games because you could get like five dollar games or something best place is the thrift store but have you been to a thrift store lately i haven't rolled into one i've used to go to the youth ranches around here idaho youth ranch thrift stores all the time to like look for i want a coffee table Uh i've wanted a coffee table and i've always got i'd always go in to find a good one because you can get them for what 40 bucks yeah 30 bucks and it's like a nice decent one just yeah. sand that shit down it's myself. It's crazy. Here at your apartments, you can find furniture all the time out there. Yeah, there's always shit out but, there, uh, dude. The reason I was mentioning was because now it's crazy, bro. Like, my dad goes to this huge, like, thrift store where it's, like, the warehouse of all the shit. Right. And people line up outside that bitch, like, 30 minutes before it's going to open. Well, the flipper thing, dude. The, the shoe... The shoe market... Flipper of anything, bro. Yeah, I know, but I'm just talking, like, the shoe market flippers slowly branched out into flipping other things, right? And then that kind of... There's, like... Like Pokemon cards. They're that fucking area ridiculous. is where the hysteria kind of starts. Yeah. And then the flipping kind of just went, especially since Gary V, the big ass dude, started doing those like thrift shop, garage sale videos and shit. Like everybody's doing that shit now. They go to all the yard sales. They go to all the garage sales, all the thrift stores, and they try to fucking find shit for cheap and resell it to you for more. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. If I can find an opportunity to flip something quick, I will. But um, I would if like I've well versed in it like if i saw like a nice ass cabinet right and it was like and i thought to myself oh i could probably try to flip that i still probably won't because i'm also not i don't know shit about furniture yeah yeah i don't know because anytime i get into a hobby 
I'll get into a hobby, but I won't get into a hobby to a point where like I'll pay retail value for shit or um, resell value. I mean, I'll always pay retail. So like I used to collect video games and I got heavily into video games. And I remember like I sold this sealed copy of Mario Bros for like 600 bucks. But it's just crazy, man. My hobbies have always gotten me out of like tight spots we've been in. Yeah, you can always sell your collections depending on like whatever it is. Yeah. Accrued value. And if you try hard enough, like you can like carve out that little space, you know, where like even though you're not making the big reseller money, like you're still making money. A little by little, yeah. That's where I watched a guy where he was like, you know, we're not out here making big bucks, but we're making microtransactions trying to build big bucks, you know? Because, um, it's so hard, man. I remember I used to go be able to go to the thrift store because I'd frequent it like week and weekly and I could find like a console or something every week at least. I bought myself something at the thrift store once that I knew was worth something, but I bought it for myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I bought You're not super, a big reseller, bro. I bought like Super Smash Bros, the video game yeah, yeah. for like GameCube at a thrift store because I thought I could play it on my brother's Wii. But then it turned out my brother's Wii wasn't one of those Wii's. Backwards like, compatible. Yeah, backwards compatible. So now I just have a copy of... Super, Super Smash, Smash Bros. Bros. Uh, Melee. And that shit's like sixty-five bucks. Dude. Yeah, I bought it for like ten bucks. So now I have a copy. I don't even know if it works because I didn't. I don't have anything to play it on. Yeah, and GameCube's are really, really cheap. But yeah, man, crazy. All right, well, we're gonna move on to the hypothetical moment, last part of the episode. It's a hypothetical question game that we play where we just fucking ask. Sometimes stupid, sometimes smart. It's just meant to make us think. You know, this question is just meant to make us be like, oh. Look at this from this perspective, or Just put yourself exercise in, this area. in the mind. Yeah, yeah, bro. It's like a mind game. This episode we have: if you could be a professional wrestler, what would your name be? What would your style be? You know, so to encompass that, I mean, like, what kind of wrestler would you be? Like, what would your look be? Music? Just how would you act? Because there's all kinds of different roles in wrestling. You know, you got like the Mexican style luchadors. You got the fucking the bad guys, like the heels, you got the good guys, you got like, some people are like jokes, you know, they're billed as like fucking actual, jokes, uh, actual yeah. jokes, like a meme. There's some serious ones that are cool though, like Undertaker. Yeah, like, but yeah, his is. Because kind of seeing him in real life talking and shit, like you're like, I can't believe that's the Undertaker because he played that role so well. Yeah, his, and it's serious. His role is like, it's like creepy. a character, but it's like a creepy series. Yeah. It's almost like a horror movie in a guy. Yeah. That's what his whole shit was. Him so and like, Kane. So where do you think you would fall? Like, what, what kind of style would you try to I know for sure take? I'd fall in line with the uh, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio line. You'd be like a luchador or you just try to do some sort of Mexican I would vibe? be a luchador. I don't know. Like mask? I was always... No. I don't know yet. I just know that I would be like a Mexican wrestler sort of style. Well, yeah, to be fair, they, they kind of generalize all them. If you're Mexican and in wrestling, you're, they always put you in some sort of weird fucking Mexican tag team or some shit. Well, yeah, yeah, because Rey Mysterio had his mask and Eddie Guerrero had like his whole um, lowrider shit that he'd always come out in. So well, I'd, probably, I'd probably have a mask. I would call myself La Torta. Okay. <laughs> for those of you that don't know what la torta is oh it's God, a it's dude. a mexican sandwich that's fucking funny man <laughs> like i call myself la torta and um i'd probably try to have because a lot of mexican wrestling has uh like mini me versions of yourself <laughs> yeah. so i'd have mini la torta <laughs> oh my god bro. and uh i'd probably come out to like some eddie guerrero music like viva la raza sort of some, shit like low rider level yeah yeah because 
I really, I really fuck with that. I'd probably come out in a poncho and a sombrero too. All right. All I don't right. know. Just really play that stigma really hard. Play, play because, the stereotype. Because I feel like um, I haven't watched it lately, but I feel like Latinos aren't represented that much anymore. Like back when we were kids. Well, Rey Mysterio's back, but yeah. Because they had uh, Rey Mysterio, Chavo Guerrero. They had fucking. Um, Eddie, Eddie Guerrero, and I feel like then they picked Eddie up that Guerrero Antonio dude too. Right? And Rey Mysterio were both huge, bro. I didn't like that guy. I didn't like him either. He's but like he was a, Mexican. He's like though. a stuck-up guy. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'd I'd be, I'd be definitely La Torta. <laughs> Fuck, bro. That sounds funny, bro. It like is funny. already, yeah. that's dope. I agree with that. There's a lot of like wrestlers that like I've watched as a kid that like I thought were like super funny or super cool ideas. You know, like in terms of like Mexican wrestling. Well, Mexican wrestlers in like WWEs. I didn't really watch Mexican wrestling, but um, Rey Mysterio is always hella dope. Everybody fucking likes him. If you're Mexican and you don't like Rey Mysterio, fuck off, bro. You know you weren't a child in our in our fucking age. Yeah, because it's universal. That fucking the Rey Mysterio mask is so universal in Mexican like events that it's worn for all kinds of events. It's got like color schemes for like every sport, you go every to a team, soccer game, every and you everything. See those there, the, the masks are there. Respect Rey Mysterio. But I also don't think I have like there. I don't have the agility or like, I don't see myself as being the kind of like wrestler. Like the high flyer or yeah. whatever. I don't see myself being the high flyer that he is, you know? Okay. And then you also have like, um, Eddie Guerrero was like a, like a more heavyweight type classic. Like he, he well, was just a really buff dude. Yeah, his, yeah. his wrestling was more classic, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was for sure. But then you have the hardcore dudes like, um, the canes, the undertakers that like, had the scary motifs or like fucking mankind McFoley, you know, he had like that, like the crazy, I'm crazy. They always had those crazy dudes, like a fucking crazy, like the, some weird ass paint on your face, like sting or something. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the wrestling, like the bigger names sort of start off as a joke because you remember Seamus? Yeah. He used to come out with the leprechaun. Yeah. Cause yeah, he yeah. was fucking, he was uh, Irish. Irish, yeah. So, a lot of them are jokes. Yeah. Even, even fucking... John Cena John at the beginning. C- John Cena at the beginning with the fucking like... Super gangster, the, like thug the life. hip-hop thug life. Yeah. The, the whitest dude in the world with the fucking thug life. Such and a big joke, you know. Rap album, but like we ate it up as kids. I loved it, dude, yeah. And I feel like wrestling's missing a lot of that now. Yeah, so I think if I was a wrestler, I'd be more on the hardcore like, style. Kind of like... um. Your, like the ECW, you know, like the RVDs, the Chris, the Chris Benoit, Van Dam, the Robin, yeah. the guys who would fucking cheat. Party bros. Yeah. You know, I would be like yeah, in those kinds of sense. matches. I'd be like in the tag team matches with like fucking tables. Jumping and off ladders chairs, and shit. And I could see you random, doing that shit, bro. All that random bullshit. That's me. And I wouldn't have like a Mexican style mask or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I'd just be like, I could picture myself honestly coming out to like some sort of hip hop music. With my tag team partner, whoever the fuck, because I feel like I'd be in tag team. I don't okay. think I don't think I'd be my own solo name. I feel like I'd be in some fucking tag team. We'd both come out and we'd we'd have like a hip hop vibe music, but like, uh, like a regular like maybe like we, all we wear is like baseball jerseys and like a fitted cap, you know, or just like a normal look. Okay. Kind of like my normal look in life, you know what I mean? Like Ron the Truth Killings, because I think that's how that fool came out. Yeah, just just like a yeah. But but then you wrestle and you're like, you know, I don't know. My finishing move would be something stupid as fuck, like hip hop related. 
Because even John Cena came out in like baseball tees and like shorts. Yeah, yeah. Then he just wore the knee pads and shit. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, then you just put on the elbow pad and the knee pad or something, and then do some fucking the- theatrical. So what's your fucking move. name, bro? <laughs> what's my name, dude? The name. Yeah. Is, the name is so hard. You gotta dude. do it, man. I can't think of anything. You gotta do it. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of like what my name would be. I mean, just you personally. You don't have to name the tag team, right? Yeah. So I don't even know how our tag team would work, but. You know how most tag teams, it's either two guys the same size or like one huge dude and one little dude? Yeah, yeah. Right? You'd be the small dude? I think I'd be the smaller dude in the tag team. You know, so like I'm like the guy that like, I don't know, I fucking propel off the top rope while my partner's a dude that holds the guy that I run into while I'm jumping off the top rope. Hey, who knows, man? Maybe we could be the tag team, bro. La Torta y el Jalapeno. No. Uh, no. <laughs> You'd be that little that sliver of Jalapeno. That be my name, <laughs> On the side, bro. <laughs> Thinking of a wrestling name is so hard, man. I feel like even wrestlers don't think of their names. It's like given to them by like production. It is because I I think the Undertaker was given to him by McMahon actually. Yeah, the guy who runs. Yeah, him. they come up with the characters, you know. But I feel like you can go in with your name, man. I'd do some disrespectful shit though. Like you know, remember Carlito the wrestler? Yeah. Remember he his finishing move? He'd fucking he'd bite the apple and then spit in your fucking yeah, face. Yeah, fuck. That's my kind of finishing move, bro. Fuck some Tajiri shit where I spit the green mist in your face. That's me, hundred percent. That's me. Damn. But no name, dog. Uh, let me. Think. Nothing comes to mind. Let me think. No, dude, I can't think of shit. Maybe like. Even if it's ridiculous, man. Like I'm calling <laughs> myself La Torta. What the fuck? I know, but that was it's funny and it's you know. It's it catchy. Fits. Yeah, yeah. It kinda, it's catchy. It kind of fits. I've never actually thought of a name for myself in wrestling. Yeah, because I mean, it's what? It's literally your brand, bro. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, because I mean, fucking The Rock is still called The Rock. I don't know fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know The Rock. Yeah, everybody calls him The Rock. Yeah. That's his fucking shit. So, like, if you pick a good enough name, you know, that follows you. Yeah, and I didn't know her, uh, even Triple H, his name is like. Hunter. Herschel, Hunter Herschel, something. No, it's Hunter like Hers Helmsley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I didn't know that. But, but like his whole thing was just triple. Maybe I'll be triple G. My initials are three Gs. Yeah, that's see, you know? why not, bro? Yeah, I'll do some triple H shit, bro. Y- you'd take that boxing name and bring it to the ring. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah, and then I'll tag team with like Triple G the boxer one day. That'd be dope. Yeah. Which fuck, dude? Wrestling's getting into such a big joke. They got like Logan Paul in there now. Yeah, but people watch it. Oh, fuck. You know? I, like even I, I've like, tried watching it. I would think I was fucking what two years ago. Rey Mysterio came back for like the Royal Rumble. Uh huh. And you watched it? And no, I didn't watch the Royal Rumble, but like he came back and it like made like headlines, you know. So like I saw like a video clip of it, and I was like, oh fuck. Even in that moment, I hadn't seen wrestling for like fucking twelve years, probably longer than twelve years. When when did we stop watching it? Really? Like fuck, fi- dude, like fifteen? We probably, nah, I think we were younger than that. It was probably like thirteen, fourteen, I think. I think it was like 14, 15. Didn't we go to an event like at the well, Edo we Center? We were young, bro. We, oh, we yeah, were, we, were, we, were young. we were younger anyway. It's been forever, right? But even that, like I watched it and I could feel like the energy, bro. Like in me, I was, it was like, crazy. I was like, fuck yeah, bro. Like I, like, I want to jump off this bed. <laughs> I was hyped, dude. I was so hyped. I was like, he's back. I knew he wasn't going to win because like when people come back like that. Yeah, I got little cousins that are still into it. My cousin, Kevin and Diego, they still like it. Yeah, so I fuck with the emotions of it. And then like, Honestly, some of the coolest memories, you know, watching them do it or like there are just so many good storylines, you know, so it's like entertainment TV. It's like One watching thing I would real say, shows. I wish pay-per-view back then was how it is now because you used to have to pay like 80 bucks for a pay-per-view. 
Now you can pay for a subscription, monthly subscription, and get like an event every month. For yeah, like we twenty had, bucks. We bought we bought all the wrestling pay per views for <laughs> yeah. like a year, and it was like sixty bucks each time. Uh huh. But like, probably one of the coolest years ever because like, yeah. you know you're watching main events, main events, yeah. main events. You never are so fucking cool as a kid. Like, um, what's the biggest uh, WrestleMania, dude? It's like as big as the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, bigger one, maybe. I think one of the biggest things I saw as a kid was a. Uh, the big show. When, no, when we got the <laughs> we saw him live. That motherfucker yeah. was huge. Yeah, but I'm talking about like when. Remember when uh, we ordered the Royal Rumble in my house and we watched Rey Mysterio win the Royal Rumble? Oh yeah, fuck. In like, in like 2006 or some shit. That shit was crazy. And we were just all fucking like, oh my god, he fucking won That's it. That's crazy. <laughs> like man, that, it's fucking cool, dude. That was crazy, man. I mean, I don't watch it anymore, but I I get it, dude. The memories. When, when are people get awesome. into it, it's one of those things that. So cool. And you I can bet we could relate. get back into it if we actually like. Like if I tried. To, yeah. Well, yeah, but it's also one of those things where like. There's just too much shit to watch. Yeah, now. too much shit to watch. I don't have cable, and. Yeah, you don't have to have cable anymore. It's bro. harder to buy into the characters when you're older. Yeah, that, that's that's the big thing. You start. I start to. I started to see the cheesiness as I got older, and some of the newer characters, like the older ones. No matter what happens, I respected the character. Already. Here's the thing, bro. When you're young, you believe in the WW part of WWE because it's worldwide wrestling, you know? Right. But then you, when you get older, you realize that it's entertainment as well. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's more, it's way more entertainment, you know? Because, like, I remember watching a montage of, like, people getting hit. And you notice they don't even get hit. It's just, like, a really dramatic, like, reaction to, like, a fake punch, you know? Yeah, but have you ever watched, like, a montage of, like the highlights of your favorite wrestlers. Cause like I watched a fucking montage one time when I went on like a YouTube rabbit hole uh-huh. of, um, the Mankind, Hardy boys. Bro, too. Mankind, I watched too. one of the Hardy boys, like doing all kinds of crazy shit off the top of the ladders. Yeah. And I was all like, that shit was fire. a lot of the shit is real, bro. Like mankind. He used to fucking, it's real athleticism. You know, I give them respect. The for pain doing too, that bro. Yeah. Like, the pain. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. I don't give a shit what you say about it, even though I don't watch anymore. And obviously it's fake. When a motherfucker volunteers to get slammed through fucking thumbtacks and shit, like even just the table, I've stepped on a thumbtack. Fuck that, and it fucking hurt. So this dude falling into a bunch of them, like respect, uh, bro. Yeah, I agree. Well, damn, man, that's gonna conclude the episode this week. Uh, that was our one. No, that was our hypothetical. Sorry. Hypothetical. So uh, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, um, Apple Podcast, anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're also on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram and um, TikTok, TikTok as well. Facebook. I think I said that. And we're going to try to get a bunch of YouTube videos out probably around the same time because we've been recording them. We just haven't like actually put them out. Put them out. Yeah. Yeah. So we got that. We're recording on new software. So hopefully you guys hear us better. Apparently we're getting keychains because you've ordered keychains. Yeah. I ordered some keychains. Maybe Not we'll, a lot. Maybe we we'll do a giveaway. Yeah. We'll probably have to do a giveaway for those because I don't have a lot. Yeah, and not that many people will enter anyway. What are yeah. like 30 people that listen? <laughs> yeah, just based on the family, we could get rid of them, but we should definitely give some away. So, yeah, if anybody listens, make sure to follow us on Facebook because that's probably what we'll do the giveaway. Probably that or Instagram, maybe. maybe. Even TikTok, honestly. Yeah, TikTok. We'll probably put it on all social platforms and uh, see how it goes. But thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.